Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, this is Neil Camero here with episode 17 of the Tutor Podcast. Everything you need to do to start, grow and love your teaching business. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at the 15 commandments. These are the general principles and rules I've been observing for nearly 20 years that have evolved over time that helped keep me happy, motivated, on track and successful. I hope that some of this will be useful to you and I welcome your comments and feedbacks. So let's get straight into it then. The 15 commandments. This is the world according to Neil. Number one, know who you are and know who you want to become. It's very seductive to look at what other people are doing and simply copy them and become a cookie cutter clone of successful people. But I think it's vitally important that we all remember that our own lives, our own experiences of what made us who we are. And if we begin to navigate from someone else's map of the world, someone else's worldview, we may not end up where we want to go. This ties in with rule two very closely. But what's worse than not ending up where we want to go is that we may end up becoming the sort of people that we wouldn't like to become. We could lose focus on what's deeply important to us. Again, look back at the the previous episode, episode 16, which is all about eliciting your own values. There is no point becoming successful or wealthy or highly esteemed within your field if you can't stand the face that you look at every time you glance in the mirror. To lose sight of yourself for the sake of the money is a really stupid thing to do. So be sure about who you are and don't try to be somebody else. If it's out of whack with your values, don't do it. A perfect example for me is property investing. I belong to a mentoring group that was all about property investing. And by and large, I would say the people in the group were very motivated to get away from day jobs they didn't like. Their focus was on doing more and more and bigger and bigger projects just to build an income that would allow them to escape from their day jobs. My world was a little bit different from that and that I have a job which completely engages and fulfills me that I don't want to stop. So initially I was caught up in the stream of these very driven, highly motivated property investors who were digging an escape tunnel from the jobs they hated. And that really wasn't me, but it took a few months for me to mentally unpack that and process it for myself. With the help of my mentor, Derek, thanks Derek, who reminded me that I already had the sort of life that most of the people in the group were aiming to get to, in that I only did work that I loved and only worked with people that I chose to work with, people I would have as friends. And for me to blow that up for a few thousand dollars or a few thousand pounds a month extra would be really stupid again this is the clarity that can 
result from working with a mentor is they'll remind you who you really are. Yes, I'm successful within my small property enterprises, but the important thing for me is that it hasn't taken me away from being the sort of person I am, which is fundamentally a teacher. I want to help people, and it hasn't dragged me off doing things that would simply blow up the life of happiness that I already have. So that's number one, know who you are and know who you want to become. Number two is know where you want to go. Again, this is a direct tie-in to the previous. And I think that having a sense of direction for yourself is massively important. My goal when I began teaching was simply to earn extra money on the side around my day job in finance. Over time, that evolved so that having a big enough income to escape from my day job in finance became the overarching consideration. I actually sat down and timeline that with my then boss. I said I wanted to be teaching full-time in five years and it took considerably less than five years because once we'd had that conversation, which got quite blunt at times, I had a really clear idea of what I wanted to be doing, having effectively held my hand up and said, I'm not interested in a long-term career within this organisation. I then had to take action. So maybe I'd nailed my colours to the mast. I'd told them that I wasn't interested in the progression path within that business. And I'd really made that statement, drawn a line in the sand for myself. As I've progressed, that's evolved. Where I want to go at the moment is to take my teaching method, my guitar teaching method, out to the world, across the world. I've been teaching it successfully for nearly 20 years. And it would be shameful of me to not put it out there to a bigger audience to help more people. Because it is transformational. It transformed what I understood about the guitar. And it's done that consistently for nearly 20 years with students. So that's where I want to go within the guitar teaching business. In the property business, the next five years, I want to go from five properties, which is the current figure, up to about 30 properties, which is going to be very pushy. By the time I keel over and die, I want to be up to around about 100 properties and have a really cool, very tax-efficient legacy business to give to my son so that he has a chance of a better outcome than I did. As a writer, I want to write the next book. So I have direction in a lot of my enterprises, a lot of things. As a person, I want to be fit and healthy. I want to coach people and help more and more people. Currently, I am coaching. I'm mentoring several people. And the results have been great as I'm watching my mentees turn their lives around and start or grow their own businesses or in some cases, just having a better quality of life themselves. That was all part of the plan. Put your plans in place and get on with it. So know where you want to go. doesn't matter as long as it's the right thing for you. You don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to be a property investor. You don't have to be a writer. As long as it's the right thing for you to do. What it suggests is that you look 10 to 15 years ahead. What do you want to be doing 15 years from now? This was a huge one for me. 
Because when I hit 50, I thought in 15 years time, I'll be 65. I don't want to have to keep trading time for money for the next 15 to 20 years. I want to have some kind of passive income because I don't want to be just another clapped out, knackered, bitter old teacher. So I sat down and wrote down my 15 year goals. And I'll do a lot of work on the podcast, but there's more episodes about goal setting and how to get really clear about what you want and to evolve them over time. If you don't know where you want to go, you'll end up anywhere. If you know more or less where you want to go, you may end up fairly close. Let's say if we take a country example, if you say, I want to go west across the the United Kingdom and you happen to be in London, you'll end up somewhere in the west. Maybe you'll end up in Wales. Maybe you'll end up down in Cornwall. Maybe you'll only end up West London. But you'll be going west, and that's about as vague as your goal was. If you decide you want to end up in a particular county, let's say you want to end up in Devon, you'll end up somewhere in Devon. But it might not be where you want to go. Devon's still a fairly big place. But if you have a very specific destination and a time to be there, that makes all the difference. So, for instance, suppose you were taking your kid to see the tank festival at Bovington Tank Museum, which is down in Devon, and you're in London. You know the dates for the tank fest, you know the opening times, and you'll map out a route. Now you're going to get there on time. But do you have that kind of clarity of map for yourself, for your life, for your business, that's going to get you where you want to go on time? If not, write one down. You can change it over time as you evolve and get more clarity. But at least have yourself a roadmap. So that wraps up number two. Know where you want to go. Okay, commandment number three then. Let go of the need for a specific result. This one has creased me up over the years. It's very easy to get sucked into having to have everything go exactly your way, all the time, exactly the schedule. I'm going to be blunt with you, it doesn't bloody happen. The results you produce will never be exactly what you want. They might be close. But if you get absolutely paralysed by the need to have things precisely the way you want, you're not going to be very flexible. And every deviation from your expectations will throw a spanner in the works mentally for yourself. My own take on this, which has evolved over the years, is that rather than be too specific have quite specific results. So, for instance, if my goal is to earn £200,000 a year, if I don't get £200,000 a year and I only get £180,000 a year, have I really failed? Probably not. £180,000 is a lot of money. I'll be really pleased if I ever get to that, by the way. But recognising that I've taken significant action to get me to around about that level would be rather more positive 
than kicking my own arse because I haven't got to 200k. By allowing that result to be a little bit less specific and to be a little bit less hung up on it, I can recognise the positive. And that will cause me to do more positive stuff. So have yourself some definite outcomes that you want, but recognise that things won't always go to plan. Although maybe it's wiser to say, recognise that things will never go to plan. Right, that wraps up commandment number three, which is let go of the need for a specific result. Now I just noticed the time on this, so it looks like I'm going to be splitting this up into three different episodes of the podcast, otherwise this is going to be an absolute monster. And I want to keep things reasonably short, so you're not getting strung out, putting vast amounts of time in listening. Okay, commandment number four then. Don't care what other people are doing. Holy crap. If I'd known this one as a young teen, as an early 20-something, I wouldn't have been a falling down drunk for all that time. Really? The people around me were doing certain things that in retrospect wouldn't have served me. Learning to trust yourself. Navigate off your own values. The people around you will be doing all sorts of strange, weird stuff. Honestly, it doesn't matter what they're doing. Focus on yourself. Focus on your own actions. Not the actions of the people who are transient in your life. If they're going down the pub and getting slaughtered and spending two days sobering up, let them get on with it. That's not for you. Maybe it is, but that's another story. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Let them get on with it. Do your own thing. When I stopped drinking at 23, I had to let go of what other people thought about me and what they were doing around me. So my peer group were still going over the pub and getting smashed. The ones that are still alive are still doing that. For 28 years, I've been dead straight and dead sober. I'm very proud of that fact. Oh, it's 30 years now. Gosh, giving my age away here, guys. But when I'm out with friends and they're all hitting the beer, I really have to step back and not care about what they're doing. That's not for me. They're going out getting trousered, spending days sobering up, getting life straight, trying to make up for that lost time. It doesn't matter. My brothers both play golf. I love my brothers to bits. Golf is not for me. I could go socialise with them on the golf course, but golf isn't my bag, if you'll forgive the, uh, the rather crap pun. Golf doesn't matter to me. I'm involved in what I'm doing. I'm deeply involved in my business, my own personal life. Their map of the world includes a golf course. Mine doesn't. So at some point, we all have to stop caring what other people are doing and focus on what we're doing. Because if we just tag along and do what everyone else does, we'll get the same kind of results that they get. Again, this swings back to commandment number one. Know who you are and know who you want to become. We are defined by our actions. If we're doing things that we don't want to be known for, we have to stop doing them regardless of what everyone around us is doing. 
Okay, commandment number five, don't care what other people think. This is the obvious follow-on from commandment four, where you don't care about what other people are doing. Don't care about what other people think. As I said previously, other people are transient. As Shakespeare put it, they're inconstant. This is a fantastic word for me. I love the word inconstant. People will come into your life and people will leave your life. This is natural. It's a completely normal thing to happen. At the end of the day, you'll answer to yourself. And if you're very concerned about what other people think, it will stop you in your tracks and it will prevent you from taking action to achieve the stuff that you want to achieve. Don't care what other people think. They don't care. They really don't care about what you or I are doing. If you knew how little other people thought about you and your significance in your life, you would probably be truly appalled. Because most of the people around you are more concerned with what's for tea, what's for dinner, what's on the telly, how I chipped a fingernail, all sorts of trivial little things. They're, everyone's life is full of their own personal minutiae. The fine detail stuff that really doesn't make a difference. They don't care about what you do. They don't care about what you think. That's your business. Other people's opinions should not matter very much to you. If you're doing the right thing by your own lights, navigating off your own map, don't care what other people think because it will hold you down, it will slow you up. Get on with the stuff that you want to do. Because at the end of the day, we all die and we answer to ourselves. And if you follow the 15 commandments, the chances are that you're going to look back and go, wow, that was fun. I'm so glad I didn't care about the people around me and what they were doing, because that wouldn't have got me to where I am, which is hopefully a life of reward, a fulfilled life of significance and passion and happiness. Okay, so that wraps up point number five. That's commandment number five. Don't care what other people think. And we're around about the 20-minute target length for the show here. So we're going to pause that there. In episode 18, we'll do points six through 12. And I'm going to silence my stomach because it's growling away absolutely hideously here. So we'll split this up just to keep the episode the right kind of length. So 15 commandment number six will be in the next episode. So I'll meet you there. I'll see you next week. This has been Neil Cameron on the Tudor podcast. Start, build and love your tutoring business. See you next week. Get in touch with the Tutor podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.